0: A young
1: woman people can't stop talking about. No, Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What
0: just happened? Hey, well, guys. Welcome back to episode 41 of season two of Swiftish podcast. This is your co-host, Ashley. And this is Shelby. Hey, Shelby. Hey. No one thing I've been thinking about this week and it's so weird is when was the last time that we recorded in person? Cause we've been doing remote because like work schedules, but when was the last time we sat down and recorded in person? I'm looking at the red mic that we usually share and I just yeah. had memories, you know, just like flashbacks <laughs> of when we would like sit around this mic like and just talk to each other in person. I know. I
1: honestly don't, I don't know. I really can't think of it. I don't think we did it at all this year because there wasn't really any i mean because it was just easier to do remote when we were working and stuff so it's been a long time (laughs) i know well i do miss your face but um i'm glad that we still have
0: this weekly interaction because it makes me feel connected to you and connected to everyone who listens to our podcast all the other swifties yes Yes. (laughs) exactly and like a release of all of my like frustrations, my <laughs> excitement of the week, just like stupid yeah. theories that I'm thinking of um, escape. yeah, so how's your week going what's What's the highlight of your week? Anything fun happening? <laughs>
1: um let's think let's think this week it all just blends together mm-hmm. you know um just to be a fly on the wall
0: of your life that's what i, <laughs> I want to be just a fly I mean, just it's really just me like
1: sitting on around. my computer
0: doing work and then losing
1: track of the day i've been binge watching mm-hmm. a ton of shows in the background
0: what, what shows that's my qu-
1: i know it is a swift uh, dish but
0: i'm very curious i'm sure our fans are too because p.s you're wrong is driven by
1: your binge watching <laughs> yeah, it's really revelatory. Um, I've really been doing like old school, so I rewatched all of New Girl, which I've really enjoyed. <gasps> I haven't like watched it since it came out, and so it's been fun to kind of revisit it all at once. And same was, with Schitt's Creek.
0: Was season two Taylor
1: Swift season? Well, not Taylor Swift uh, season. Yeah, but... she pops up at the end. Yeah. Okay. And season two. <laughs> oh okay, yeah. So, so it there. ties in to yes, Perfect. Guys. Very on
0: theme. <laughs> And then, I was just doing research. I know. I'm sure that Taylor Swift is a fan of Shit's Creek, too, which hope so. I'm obsessed with. I am. They just released the last season yes. on Netflix. and I don't want to watch it because it's kind of like <laughs> I, it's like my anxiety. If I watch it, then it's over. But if I don't watch it, then it's still there. But I heard they yeah. might be doing a spinoff, which I hope so.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. It it was really sweet. I watched the, I bought the final season when it first aired, so I watched it all, but then I rewatched it all and it's all very emo and sad. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. But what about you? What have you been doing?
0: Um, so I've been in Utah. So I've been, you know, just hanging out with Lance's family, hanging out with some, with some friends who I met in Houston of all things um, drinking some soda delicious for those who don't know Utah mm. has this like, instead of like coffee bars, they have coffee bars. Don't get me wrong, but they have this huge obsession with sodas. And so you can go to these like different soda locations, like Swig, at delicious and get like a cocktail of sorts without alcohol. But like um, you can get like a, <laughs> so you get, funny it's, to it's, you have, you have, so it's kind <laughs> of like you have, you, I know it's so funny. So you put in you get, like a Dr. Pepper, like I'm drinking right now a, Peach <laughs> gentleman it has Dr. Pepper it has um I think half and a half and it has peach flavoring in it. You can also mm. get your welcome, which has like white chocolate half and half coffee. And Dr Pepper, <gasps> so it's like all these different, um, like Dr Pepper, Seven Up, Coke. So I've been drinking that to keep me through my days. Um, but I've also been, um, you know, spending some time with Lance's <laughs> family, watching the debates. So mm, I tuned into yes. the debates last week, and then I tuned into the debates this week too. Um, it was it's, it's just been very real. interesting to watch everything. Um, I was especially I don't know it just you know, just to be a fly on the wall during those debates, or maybe a fly on Pence's <laughs> head during those debates, yeah. you know. Um, yes. Um, I am, I'm actually going back to Utah a week earlier. I was going to come back for the week of November 3rd, specifically for my dog's You're coming um, back to Texas? Orthopedic. Yeah, to Texas, sorry. Oh. Huh. I was going to go back to yeah. Texas, um like the weekend, the week of the 3rd, so I can get my dog to a vet appointment. But I was like, I do not want to stand in voting lines. I want to mm. vote early, so I'm leaving here, like, the Utah, the week of yes. the twenty, like the 23rd, so I can vote early, get my vote in, you know, just be, you know, I'm, I made sure when Taylor Swift posted, uh, I made sure that I was registered, because I knew I was, but just in case, went on, I think it's vote.org, and I made sure I was registered, and I think everyone else should, too. If you're an American, yeah, no, go for on sure. there.
1: It's, I think it's really, obviously, an important time for any American Swifties registered to vote, too. Mm -hmm. make sure they have a voting plan because like you said different states have different early voting rules Mm -hmm. um day of rules so just be sure you figure all that out i know taylor swift has been obviously way more vocal about uh the political realm since you know breaking her silence in 2018 and so i guess it wasn't surprising for us but some people still seemed surprised when this week she uh Came out in support of Joe Biden and um, spoke to V Magazine about why she found voting so important and why she was choosing Biden. And uh, she announced that she'd be watching the VP debate with custom cookies Ugh. for Biden and Harris. So, so <laughs> it was a good moment, um, a reminder to show that she's taking a much different approach with this election than the 2016 yeah. election. And she
0: also had a, a little necklace on that says voter.
1: Yeah. Really um,
0: I I think it's definitely great that she is being so vocal. I think that um, you know, I I'm I'm interested in reading the whole art article. Uh, I don't think it'll be released until like the end of October. But like she goes, I think she goes into more detail. But she did say that you know she will vote for. Joe and Kamala and this year's presidential election under their leadership. She believes America has a chance to start a new healing process It so desperately needs. She has other stuff too. You know, she wants a president who recognizes people of color and that they deserve to be safe and represented, that women have the right to choose what happens to their body and the LGBTQIA plus community deserves to be acknowledged and included. So those are a few things that she touched on. So I'm really interested in reading the whole article. Um, It sounds like, you know, she's really done a lot of her research And I I know that um, two years ago, she also urged all of us to really research our candidates and what we believe in. So I definitely Mm -hmm. think that um, it's so important for Taylor to speak her, like, what she believes. And I fully back her. But I also do think that, you know, as citizens, one thing that we need to do is do our research just like Taylor. Make sure that Mm -hmm. your candidate, you know, has your values, has, you know, speaks, will speak for you. I think that's so important. I do. It's going to be so good. Yeah, well, I'm hoping, no, it'll be good. I'm I hoping think, it'll um, be good. I'm i am I'm hoping that the outcome will be... <laughs> yeah,
1: fingers oh, crossed. Fingers crossed. We wake to a better world yeah. on November so, 3rd. <laughs> on a lighter note,
0: do you think she made those cookies? I feel like if she made those cookies, she would have said, I made these cookies. She says she has custom cookies. Yes,
1: yes. Um, it's an impressive frosting job, so that's the only question in mm-hmm. my mind. I know
0: her handwriting. and It doesn't look like <laughs> her
1: handwriting. <laughs> she was trying to mirror a uh, promotional, um, the like, campaign yeah, that's sign. True. She has a lot but, of time on her hands. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing is who knows. I also, I mean, yeah, she could have just been bored and decided she was going to do that. Either way. Or, or just had a frosting party with some of her family and friends.
0: Yeah. Um, Tegan and Sarah said that uh, she sent them, she made them, I don't even know about this, she made them fresh jam one time so they're speculating that, you know, that oh, was so really? delicious <laughs> that these cookies were probably were made from her. Or maybe she made the cookies and had someone else frost them. I think yeah. she is, I've seen her painting, so I'm sure she could have decorated them. They just look like <laughs> something that I would have I custom ordered like my yeah, Taylor exactly. Swift cookies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure I that's something I would not have done at home on my own so Mm-mm,
0: but more no. power to but her I also you know and I also um, didn't you know write an album on my own so
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah she's proven she's bigger and better than uh mm-hmm. both of us I think but oh gosh, um yes. no I mean it was exciting and I think both uh Joe Biden and Kamala Harris um retweeted her with some <gasps> Some thoughtful puns about her songs and, uh, you know, being ready for it and, um, I don't know, you know, low-hanging mm-hmm. fruit, but <laughs> yeah, some like intern e- easy was puns. having fun. You're like, I'm yeah. just going to shake
0: the debate <laughs> off or, I don't know, I'm going to shake the fly yeah. off. I don't know, something like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Um, um, but in other Taylor News, she... Yeah shared a video thanking the nashville songwriters association for naming lover one of the years 10 songs i wish i'd written and so that was fun she had just had a little like two minute video about the songwriting process and what inspired her and obviously you can listen to our lover (laughs) Mm, (laughs) our lover uh podcast episode Mm -hmm. where we talk about the song and kind of and she does you know, prove a lot of our theories, right? Which is obviously she was attached to this idea of her um, a guitar string scars on her hands, not only being literal from playing the guitar so much, but also um, emotional about all the heartbreak she's been through and how she now has someone who's accepted that and like has, and they've built a life together. So it's just a sweet little, a little moment with her. I feel like we haven't seen that much uh you know just because of the the times we're in but it was nice and confirmation that's not a hoax her and joe are still together
0: they did not break up some people you know folklore they're like oh my god does she break up with joe but (laughs) (laughs) sorry
1: you broke up there a little so what did you say
0: Oh, I just—I was just in confirmation that they're still together, her and Joe. Oh yes, yeah. That's all.
1: That's all. Yeah, I'm rambling on because you didn't.
0: No, you didn't say anything, and I was like, oh. I oh. wanted to hear more. Yeah, like, is that stupid?
1: Are you sure? <laughs>
0: yeah. What? Uh so some things that you know, if we're bored this week, um, Taylor Swift is up for three MTV europe music awards so best video the man which is chosen by mtv biggest fans which is not open yet but i'm sure that swifties will disappoint and not vote as much because we never win these things anymore (laughs) and best u.s u.s act which is for lover but the voting's open now and i'm just i'm just confused because there wasn't really a u.s act for lover Um, oh yeah
1: that's true
0: i don't know if there's any acts for any of those artists that are there Um, but go to mtvema.com vote now to do that Um, and while you're there just go to vote.org and see if you're registered Um, But on other news, what we have to look forward to this week is another performance by Taylor Swift. She'll be performing on Wednesday at the BBMAs on NBC, uh, where she's also nominated for six awards, including a fan voted Billboard Chart Achievement Award. So if you want to vote for that, billboard.com slash BBMAs vote. I don't need to say it again. Vote, vote, vote. Yeah. That's, that's the theme <laughs> of this messaging. week. Subliminal messaging. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> vote eight times. No, that's exciting. I uh, I honestly, I forget that these award shows are happening and that people are actively performing, but that's yeah. exciting.
0: How was it October? I felt like I was celebrating my birthday just last month, August 9th, and I was like, oh, it's August. Like, yeah, it's, you know, but then it just slipped so fast it just like it just away. went away yeah yeah and like a blink of an eye i don't Notice. know I'm, are we being too oblivious to what song we're talking about this week <laughs> i mean people should know right we've been doing they, them in order like you're welcome yeah i know i know and, and <laughs> i'm just assuming everyone else has been listening to them in order too um but if you're not aware this week is the eighth track august which is yes. the eighth month it's also the length four minutes and 22 seconds which you've guessed it four plus two plus two equals eight taylor you're a genius oh. so nice yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i just try to get some excitement in my life where i can and yeah the numbers yeah wow. and this is the eighth track too so no, that is. it's yeah. a pretty significant you, song taylor. i yeah. know she wrote the song with jack jack antonoff and he said that this is probably the favorite thing they've ever done together which is saying a lot cuz they've done a lot of stuff together like a lot mm. of producing like would you say this is one of your
1: favorite Jack Antonoff songs for Taylor <sighs> that's interesting i don't i don't think i could say that right now i <laughs> yeah i love to august but jack antonoff as you know has made some of my favorites i mean even just looking at 1989 and some of those Mm, pop hits so and then you have getaway like there's a lot of iconic songs they've worked on so Mm -hmm. I don't think this has this has stolen away my heart that much Mm -hmm. but that's Mm -hmm. not to say I don't appreciate it because it was one of my top tracks from folklore first listen and it's remained at the top I mean the top three probably me
0: too. I was listening it today, to it today and I was like, I was like it might be my favorite right now, like and that's okay, you guys. I have like really teeter-tottered on what my favorite song is and I haven't said it because <laughs> I have such a hard time, but today I think this is my favorite song. Um and I do so you had do just you? said that, you know, like Jack, well, you know, you said Jack Antonoff has done a lot of like pop hits for Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um Aaron Dessner when talking about this song, he said that this is probably the closest thing to a pop song on the album. Mm -mm. Do you get that pop vibe from the song? Because it kind of like, Oh yeah, for sure. Like builds up, but it's still very much like, I don't know. It's still very, I mean, it's the closest thing to a pop song, but there's not a lot of pop. But
1: I love it. Yeah, no, it's still, it still fits really well on folklore. And I think like, you know, people said the same thing about like Betty, or the one being more poppy. And even Mm -hmm. those are still like, not, you know, they're not your traditional pop. Yeah. Fingers, and you so. guys,
0: let's listen to Aaron because he does um, alternative. So he knows yeah. a pop song when he, <laughs> when, he, when he hears it. He's like, that. this is not alternative. This is pop. It's like, yeah, he's like, um, whoa. <laughs> and I, what I love from the song, too, is all the Instagram captions that came from it, like at the end of August. And I was mm-hmm. like, dang it. I was like, too bad we, did, we weren't like far enough along to like, you know, September do yes. August <laughs> or the end of August do August. So we're in October – forgive us but we can still look back at how fast august slipped away
1: yeah <laughs> exactly we're trying our best here people i mean this album right. is still very new and we're on track eight so like props to us
0: honestly Right, i know and we i think this is as far as we got on lover i think because it was Lo- was london we didn't do london boy but i think that might have been track
1: eight. Oh man you're right maybe yeah, that is that where crazy? we stopped
0: Gosh, hopefully we don't stop here. Um, not for <laughs> not for a while. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I do have a question about this song. As we know that this is the love triangle. This is the mm-hmm, Betty. Mm-hmm. I maybe Inez, maybe Inez, or maybe August. Maybe her name is August. I don't know, but it's that love triangle. Chronologically speaking, how do you think that these these songs are taking place? Because if you think about it, that it's August, then Betty, because August is talking about like right after it happened then Betty, and then Cardigan, a lot of people were like, oh, it's the ABC. It's told chronologically. Even though it's not chronological in the actual album, if you look at the actual um, makeup of it, it's like ABC because apparently August is telling her story right after it happened. What do you think? Do you think August is looking back at it? Or do you think it's like right after Um, James has left and she's just kind of like – what just happened
1: yeah someone pointed out the like abc of it all with august betty and cardigan mm-hmm. and um i do think that's sort of the order it goes in mm-hmm. chronologically august like you said does seem like right after the effect this girl has just been you know left and she's like oh like are you gonna call me when you're back in school probably not and so That's the vibe I get, but thinking about it on the spot right now, Betty Uh does mention a school dance. And so now I'm confused.
0: (laughs) So like part of me was just wondering because like, you know, she does talk about, um, like she's just looking back at it. Like I remember thinking I had you, um, I can see us lost in the memory. August slipped away. So I'm wondering like, is it like September she's thinking about it or is she like thinking about it as like a year later? Because we know Betty is like right after that summer. So I like yeah. chronologically, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know where, which is like if up is down, left is <laughs> left. Um, But it's just, it's interesting if it is ABC and if, if that's how, if, if she intentionally just like, I don't know, made it to be ABC or if it's like, Oh, Hey, this makes out this makes sense. Right.
1: We'll never know Taylor's brain honestly.
0: Oh, I think no. we read into it a lot. But um <laughs> I do. That's me. I read into everything a lot. Like like I feel August because when I was single, I was just reading into everything and I was like, "Oh, he's he's here with me. He loves me now." I like, you know, she thought she had him. And she was just right. reading into it too much. Too much. Yeah. But uh um, if you have nothing else to
1: go before
0: I can start reading the verse if I'm not interrupting
1: oh boy yeah no I think it's um, yeah I think it'll be interesting to just see how mm-hmm. how the trilogy wraps up and kind of talking yes. about it all then because sometimes I'm like I oh well videos yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I do think most people really love this, this track and I think it is something different that Taylor's ever done mm-hmm. so yeah let's break it down
0: Break it down. Okay, first one, salt air on the and the rest on your door. I never needed anything more. Whispers of, are you sure? Never have I ever before. Yeah. First, first, just like slams <laughs> you right into like the situation yeah. <laughs> and the vulnerability like, of. Whoa. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So, so we know that Betty was old, like so pissed off about what happened. And part of me thinks like – part of me, first of all, you have someone cheats on you, you're so upset. But the whole like whispers of are you sure, never have I ever before gives you the feeling that, you know, this is maybe both of their first time, which kind yeah. of – that betrayal for Betty to be like mm. you just kind of gave it up. Like we had something here and then you go up and you – and I have to hear from somebody else that you – slept with somebody like you yeah. you didn't I thought you loved me you didn't wait for me like I mean in that in that moment being like 17 year old girl like what did we have here Um yeah. but it also sounds like it's August I'm gonna call her August I, I don't know her <laughs> name but it's, it's her first time too which makes me think of her in a different light because at first you kind of think of her like really? as like the, yeah it does it makes me think of her in a different light because at first I thought like she's the other woman she knew about betty she's trying to seduce him but pardon me, but reading through all of this i don't know if she knew about betty and i think this is her first time too and she's like truly in love with him and we get the sense throughout the whole the whole song that like she thought he was the one and mm-hmm. you know she but but you know he was never hers. So i think that like she didn't know about betty but that's my. Yeah, that's my It's take.
1: kind of an interesting introduction because right away it sounds like pretty mature. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's something like this, like the rust on your doors. I, like, I never need anything. Like, it, it even is on her, like, Saltbox House chapter. So it's mm-hmm. like, where does this take place? What is this? When is this? And obviously, coming off of Cardigan, which is someone looking back on their teenage self from a more adult perspective, you're kind of like, oh, but this is more teenage but it also doesn't quite feel the same sort of cherubic like silliness as what you get on Betty from James's perspective Mm -hmm. so it is kind of like interesting to see Taylor play with like time here and kind of like perspective and and this just feels very mature and I think it kind of was meant to because at first you're like when you think of the other woman you're often like mad at her she's the problem it's like Mm -hmm. bad like no one should cheat obviously and so you kind of like blame the other woman a lot but here taylor instantly is like oh but also this was like the first time so like we're still Mm -hmm. in like young youth territory and this is still like a big complicated moment for them and it's interesting because this is such a departure from like the way virginity is talked about in like 15 which Mm. (laughs) taylor continues to get heat for but this just shows like while taylor wrote 15 when she was 15 and virginity was such a big deal in a much different way then now she's writing as a 30 year old thinking about like teenagers or thinking about high school or thinking about these relationships and it's a little bit more nuanced and mature and interesting and emotional and and i think that Kind of helps set the stage for what's to come in the song,
0: yeah, definitely. um agree with you one hundred percent um, let's get into chorus, but I can see us lost in the memory. August slipped away into a moment of time cause it was never mine, and I can see us twisted in bed sheets. August sipped away like a bottle of wine cause you were never mine,
1: oh, yeah. This is a good chorus. I think a lot of people talk about how this song has some of her best um, lyrics on folklore, which Mm -hmm. is an interesting argument. But I do Mm -hmm. think there's something really evocative in how she talks about this. And and the music and everything just feels kind of like you are like sitting on some back porch, Mm -hmm. like enjoying a sunset, contemplating life over a cold drink. And I just think again, it's like strangely mature images with the wine and being twisted in bed sheets, Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know how to think about that because Betty makes it feel so high school. And Cardigan even at least references some images that seem more, like Cardigan plays with both where it's like, oh, we're in bars and we're kissing in cars. But this is just like, maybe i'm just too separated from youth today i don't know so i think
0: i think that this is showing how invested august was in the relationship even though yeah. she's 17 she was really invested in it and um you know looking back she's like she's like she can see everything that went wrong but she also knows that when she was there it was like she was there. She didn't need anything else before. It was enough for her. Um, yeah. But it's contrasting it with with Betty. I mean, when James is just kind of like, you get the sense from the song and from Betty that it was all physical for him. Right. Um, which, it was emotional for August, physical for James. So you can tell that they were never on the same page. They wanted different things out of the relationship. Um, but you know, one thing that I do like how, you know, I like how she contrast August slipped away and mm-hmm. August sipped away because, you know, when you're talking about things slipping yeah. away, like that, like when you're in a relationship and like, it doesn't, it's like how fast the time passed by. There are so many things that you're like, Oh my gosh, where did the time go? But then thinking about it, like every single time that she spent with him it was like sipping a bottle of wine you know you you sip it slow and you enjoy it and you just take it in and you're kind of if you drink enough you're just drunk on drunk on love Mm -hmm. and I kind of like how she contrasts those two uh, because that's definitely if you've ever been in a relationship that's like hot fast and furious but you're just all the way in there it's you're savoring every moment but then it passed by way too quick and you just and oh i it just, it's just it's really interesting in, in how this how this whole thing plays out you know obviously james was not sipping it he was like it slipped away for him because you know when she says and i can see us twisted in the sheets. you automatically well i automatically think of james saying you know um you know nights turned into or days turned into nights but i spent my like, I, I, I slept thinking about you. I only dreamt of you when he's sleeping next to August. It's just really, I don't know, just really disappointing because you can see yeah. how invested she was and how flippant he was about it. Yeah. Because he didn't know anything. Like, he didn't know anything. He was just yeah, <laughs> just living his life, doing his own thing, didn't yeah. care about anybody else until the consequences hit him like a man probably
1: yeah exactly (laughs) probably a good a good tell that maybe it isn't queer canon and instead is very much about a straight white boy ruining things (laughs) right yes i I can see it now (laughs) um but no i think it is like a it's a nice chorus because you're immediately Mm -hmm. sad with her which again you know taylor is known for some pretty um aggressive songs towards i mean think of better than revenge like uh, you yeah. know i don't know if the implication is that she was cheated on but there was a betrayal and taylor zeroed in on the woman in the story and was like i'm gonna tear you a new one like mm-hmm. little <laughs> girl yeah. like, You're dead yeah. to me but here you get like such an empathetic look at the other woman and you kind of are instantly like oh this is so sad for her which is a unique um a unique storyline for especially in Taylor's uh, Taylor's repertoire. Yeah,
0: I didn't really think about I didn't take it into the fact a better revenge than this and how she's come <laughs> yeah. so far and she's yeah. seeing like all different sides of the situation. Exactly. Yeah, because sometimes in this situation like and you know, Betty in a normal case would blame August. I don't, that's my name for her right now. Would blame August in the situation. Um, you know, in, like in ten years ago, but it kind of seems like maybe Betty's pissed off at James. Anyways, um, let's get into verse two, shall we? Um, you're back beneath the sun, wishing I can write my name on it. Will you call when you're back at school? I remember thinking I had you. Mm.
1: I know. It's a sweet. It's like a another very intimate sort of image of of, you know, like maybe they're lounging on the At the beach or by the Mm -hmm. pool and she's just wanting to have this like intimate moment and like just, you know, touches back and just have that sort of closeness you can have when you're out in the open. Mm -hmm. But obviously when you're in some sort of secret illicit affair, you don't get Mm -hmm. the same opportunity to to show that love and attachment.
0: Do you think that it it sounds like James is not in his hometown because she says, will you call when you're Mm -hmm. back at school? I don't think that he kept, at least probably not on social media. He didn't post about it. <laughs> I'm not sure that he kept her as much of a, like, a secret as we thought. Like, I know that there's, like, Meet Me Behind well, the Inez knew all about I, it. <laughs> and like, Inez knew all about it. So, because, you know, this is probably where she's, sum- she probably summers yeah. in Rhode Island <laughs> and she can see all of this. But, like, I don't, I don't really, I don't know if, like, it's, like, a secret. Fair, I don't feel like she feels like she's mm. the other woman right here. But I do feel the insecurity of verse two when she says, will you call when you're back at school? You know, she's mm. she's uh, sipping on this time with him. And then she realized he's leaving. Like, when he leaves, will he call me? And then, you know, women's intuition in the back of her mind, like, something doesn't feel right. Are you going to call me when you're back at school? And it's just, you know, she, she talks about, like, these these really intimate moments and then the insecurity that followed
1: them. Oh, because she thought she had him. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. yeah. It's all interesting verses and then just the way it builds together still. <laughs> I know. And then we go into the chorus, but I can see us lost in the memory.
0: August slipped away into a moment of time because it was never mine. And I can see us twisted in bed sheets. August sipped away like a bottle of wine because you were never mine. And then we get into the bridge and I have, I'm really interested in hearing your thoughts and. We should rank the bridges of this um, of this <laughs> yeah. chat of this uh folklore mm. album because somebody was like, This is my favorite bridge of hers. So, shall we?
1: Yes. Back when
0: we were still changing for the better, wanting was enough. For me it was enough to live for the hope of it all, cancel play plans just in case you'd call and say, Meet me behind the mall, so much for summer love and saying us, because you were mine to lose, you were mine to lose. And she know yeah I
1: mean it, it builds in such a powerful way just uh, musically and it's like a really you're just swept up in her emotion which I think is interesting because um, it's this song is all about her unimportance in her lover's life and it's punctuated mm-hmm. by the fact that yeah she's not even given a name she doesn't even bother to give herself a name like mm-hmm. it's just this other woman singing about the end of an affair that she knows meant way more to her than it ever did to him and so I think this bridge is like a really powerful moment because it lets her tell the story that she knows he'll never tell and that she knows no one will ever understand or like empathize with because they'll just see her as like the cheating other woman who broke up the relationship and ruined Betty and um (laughs) betty and james's romance Mm -hmm. and so here she gets to tell all the details and she spills the tea sort of where she's like like this summer was supposed to mean so much more but it was all just me waiting around hoping you'd call hoping Mm -hmm. we could have these clandestine meetings hoping that for once you'd just like talk about us like tell me that I'm yours but instead it was like she had to realize by the end of it in this sort of crescendo sad <laughs> emotional moment that it's like oh you weren't mine to lose and so now I'm like robbed of even feeling sad about this in a way mm-hmm. because it wasn't ever like as real as I wanted it to be
0: so part of me wonders we know what we know Inez has a big mouth right and somehow she's connected to both of these stories I wonder if she had like no idea that Betty was existed and she finds out probably around the same time that maybe, maybe before Betty finds out that there's a Betty. And so part of me is like, maybe everything is clicking in her mind. And that's when she's, when she's like, the song is written is when she's looking back at everything and being like, but wait, like this is all clicking. All of these signs are coming together you were never mine to lose because like through this song, like she talks about back when we were still changing for the better. Like that really makes me think that like they were in this relationship that, you know, he made her feel valued and wanted at least the way he was treating her made her think that like he was in it. And then she goes wanting was enough. And then she like those two words for me, it was enough. She looks back on it. She's like, well, for me, it was enough. You know, looking back on it, wasn't enough for you. And then And then she says so much for some love and saying us like I think maybe he was like talking about, oh, yeah, when we do this, when we do this, we'll we'll Mm. go here, we'll go there because I've been in a relationship like that before. I was so in love with this boy and he would always talk about us and the future. And, you know, like our kids would be so cute. Like he would always like do these little things that made me think like he's thinking of a future for me. And then kind of like this, Mm. he moved away. And then once he moved away, it was kind of like out of sight, out of mind. And I'm just looking back. And this is like this song It's kind of it's so looking like it just clicked in my head. I'm like this song I can totally relate to because I wasn't the other woman uh, by any means. But just thinking back, like, I would cancel plans if he wanted to see me. And like, I thought that, like, mm-hmm. we were changing together, that we were enough. You know, it was the hope of it all. You know, he was saying us. And then looking back, I'm like, wait, he was never mine to lose because he was never, ever mine yeah. in my head. You know, he was doing all these things. And maybe I was reading too much into it. And it kind of just, like, I don't know, this song is just making me think yeah. that she found she found out about Betty. And then she's looking back being like, all these flags are happening like mm. it, you know. I don't know. That's my that. I, that's my take that yeah. I just thought of right now. So it's not. <laughs> I like it's it, Definitely yeah. not clear. <laughs> it's
1: not a clear take. No, but I mean, I think it's that's thought. interesting, and it it is sort of like because there is this confusion around the timeline, around the relationship, around the expectations, and I can totally see it being her realizing that she was messed with without understanding the full you know Mm -hmm. the full situation and even when you look at the song Betty which is obviously from an un Um, an unreliable narrator who's clearly (laughs) trying to (laughs) to get his girl back his actions Yeah. yeah there's sort of this element of like who is this girl why is she asking him to get in the car like what does she really know was she just there at the wrong time and kind of misread the situation but I think that's interesting too is that James's song which is Betty is this peppy really optimistic like Oh yeah, I'm gonna get my girl back. Like this is good. She he has just to forgive sex. me. He's yeah, because he's like <laughs> he's like yeah, got it that didn't mean system. anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like compared to Cardigan and then to August, it's yeah. clear that like there was real emotion involved, but maybe not as much for James as for the other two players. And yeah. um, and I really like this kind of this bridge and how it shows that it's like oh man, like wanting was enough for me. It was enough, but then it wasn't like, it was like, oh, this is like, I I was hoping for something. And then it turned out that that wasn't even on the table for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And again, I just really admire that Taylor was able to kind of hone in on this perspective because it could have been so easy to play it up as sort of problematic or messy or give the same sort of convoluted um character that you get james where he's like no girl don't be too upset about this i'm here i'm apologizing now right isn't that enough yeah. and taylor could have done anything. that with this girl where it's like oh like I yeah i guess i did something wrong but like also i'm hurt too so why can't i be i sad did something bad it? yeah why it feels so good like that could have yeah. been like th- that 2.0 exactly but, but instead it it's like such a it's such a sad like empathetic like you're just mm-hmm. you're you're sort of like with her in this and being like man that sucks
0: like james is a douche i mean he is i'm looking at all three songs and that's the common narrative yeah like james is somebody who like doesn't take responsibility mm. for his actions you can tell that yeah. you know like oh well and we'll get into it when we get to betty but you know it happened because you danced with another guy yes. I didn't James- want to be there
1: you know what just- he's a pilot Pete that's who James <laughs> is this was written after the disaster of the last bachelor season um, and Taylor was like gosh this guy yeah exactly <laughs> oh my gosh and this is this would make it I guess Hannah or no Hannah, this would make it no. this would make it um Ooh. ooh oh yeah it ooh. would be Hannah it would be Hannah Ann, and then yeah, Cardigan Ann. would be from the Kelly? other girls. No.
0: Well, where does Kelly fall, fall into this though?
1: <laughs> Kelly does not get a song because they're just such a weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is a niche um, uh, sidebar, but it was important to share. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, well, we we are both very bachelor. Yeah. But anyways, okay. the song goes on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it goes into chorus, but I can see us lost in the memory. August sipped away. Sli- I always want to say August sipped away. <laughs> August slipped away into a bottle and. <laughs> Why? Why do I read? I'm like on my tippos right now trying to read everything. Tiptoes. Okay, but I can see us lost in the memory. August slipped away into a bottle and i, I can't, can't talk it. i'm gonna do it again <laughs> you can keep this in there i think it's kind of funny um but i can see us lost in the memory august slipped away into a moment in time because it was never mine and i can see us twisted in bed sheets august sipped away like a bottle of wine because yes. you were never mine mine
1: <laughs> I, yes. you should read Good every job. week because
0: you got. <laughs> I, no, I love it Comedic relief. Okay, now we go (laughs) into the outro. Please pray for me that I can read this right. Because you're never mine, never mine. Do you remember? Remember when I pulled up and said, get in the car and then canceled my plans just in case you'd call? Back when I was living for the hope of it all. For the hope of it all. Meet me behind the mall. Remember when I pulled up and said, get in the car and then canceled my plans just in case you'd call? Back when I was living for the hope of it all. Hope of it all.
1: Hope of it all, hope of it all, for the hope of it all, for
0: the hope of it all. I always have an awkward time when things like, you know, just when they repeat each other. fade. (laughs) Yeah, for the hope of
1: it all. Yeah, Yeah, I know. But I mean, in the song itself, it's a really powerful sort of sad Deterioration that's um, mimicked through the lyrics as it kind of fades out, and she's just left with nothing but this like hope of it all. And even that is just a hope lost. So, yeah, I think it's like a really powerful ending, and kind of why I think the song rose in people's minds and is easy and catchy to remember and mm-hmm. stands out on folklore is because the instrumentation, the production behind it, and just this like energy of. A woman who has to let go of something that she, she really had no business holding on to because mm. she realizes like, oh, this wasn't at all what I thought it was. Yeah, and
0: one thing I like about the outro, this is where everybody was like, oh, was this is this is like, they remember when I pulled up and said, get in the car? That's where it like tied everything together from like James to, um, to Cardigan because you could have thought of like illicit mm. affairs could have mm. been maybe the second. Um, one in there, but as soon as it says like when I pulled up and said get in the car because yeah. then that ties it to James and Betty and it's just
1: oh Yeah, know. she she layered those she, those Easter eggs did. for sure. Yeah. It's
0: kind of easy, but you know, not not as I didn't sleuth as much as I did. And maybe there's more <laughs> sleuthing to do within folklore and I'm just not doing it. I know a lot of people <laughs> sure. are like tied certain songs like you know, like there's so much more to this like this whole album. Is mm-hmm. the love triangle from different right. versions like like August and Illicit Affairs, which you've been doing really well throughout this whole um this whole like uh analysis of august you know you kind hmm. of you kind of like tied in little like clandestine <laughs> and illicit affairs oh you're right it is you in been, my
1: brain you've, you've been <laughs> doing it good so a
0: lot of people have been doing have been doing that and like um, exile they've you know so it's it's interesting to see if taylor did it on purpose or if just strictly these songs are just siloed
1: away what do you think yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like, I definitely think this is the part of the trilogy she mentioned. And oh, I think for sure. they all like, it's really clever the way she did write this sort of fan fiction story. And I think it's also interesting because you can kind of picture this whole song playing to the Babe music video that Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift mm. wrote Babe. But then yeah. she was in the music video where she plays the other woman and And that was sort of an interesting choice for her, too, because again, Taylor has always been one of the criticisms around her career has been this like virginal versus the whore sort of dynamic she often has in songs like Mm -hmm. You Belong With Me, where it's like, oh, I'm such a good girl. Why are you with this bad girl? And then obviously 15, she gets this sort of like oh, you lost everything because you lost your virginity and then Better Than Revenge, which is very much a bad <laughs> a bad feminist mm, moment for her. Yeah. But I think it just shows like, you know, Taylor Swift has grown up and as uh, she should, oh, yeah. you know, she's 30 now. And I think this song shows how she's been able to exercise not only her own personal story, but like to think and empathize and to th- wonder at people who might have made different choices than her and and you know maybe it is a personal experience where she was another woman and maybe she has cheated and like whatever we don't know but it's interesting that she can write this song in such an empathetic way after a history of of being criticized for sometimes you know you know you have girl at home and you have mm -hmm. all these sort of songs where it's like don't cheat on me or I'll I'll write a mean song about it, you know? Yeah. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of when you said that, thinking of
0: the bonus song Girl at Home. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun. You have a girl at home. I don't know if I can sing it right, but I like it. I was listening <laughs> to it just recently. Um, and I'm sure yeah. that's what August would have said if she would have found out about Betty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> don't talk to yeah, me. Yeah, maybe a girl that at home. is, yeah. I can see yeah. that totally playing out where she didn't. <laughs> like this song seems to say that Uh, this girl whoever she is nameless in everyone's mind because james didn't find her important enough and that could imply that he didn't find it important enough to let her know that he had a girlfriend at the time or that there was another girl expecting calls from him and so this moral of the story is that men are trash and (laughs) and i'm also you guys do your research,
0: go on social media, go on Instagram. If you're (laughs) going to, if you're meeting a guy, you better stalk him. Yes. Find me because my friend Kelsey, I think like a year ago, she was like doing um, like, just dating on the apps swiping left swiping right and she sent me like a screenshot of a guy and it just said his name and they were talking back and forth they said his name and said he was a lawyer so i like legitimately found his facebook profile his instagram <laughs> just by like looking up the, like the the texas bar and seeing like all this information it was his first name yes. it wasn't even his last name it was his first name and i like looked up everything and i found him and it like you we can,
1: gotta help it, each other you know yeah
0: Yeah, come on. Send me all your stuff. I'll do your dirt. I'll only charge you like 20 bucks an hour. But hey, (laughs) a girl's got to eat. (laughs) Um, So I know you had mentioned like um, maybe Taylor Swift was writing from her own perspective. Maybe she's cheated. Maybe she's not. I have been seeing a lot of theories on Reddit that possibly – this song was written from Tom Hiddleston's point of view. And they necessarily <laughs> didn't point out. They were, they were like, you know, like, it doesn't necessarily mean because this is folklore that Taylor achieved. Yeah. It could just be Tom looking back, you mm-hmm. know, you know when he gets that whiff of the, the salt air, just kind of brings him mm-hmm. back to the moment, you know, when he thought Taylor was his. And, yeah. you know, Taylor had so much going against mm-hmm. her. You know, obviously there was somebody in the back of her mind, a little... <laughs> A little blonde hair, tote boy named Joe that she met. Yeah, yeah, with his buzz cut. Um, you know, and he like it was a whirlwind summer. You know, they were together everywhere. (laughs) He thought that they that you know, apparently rumors. He thought they were going to get married, and she was the one. I don't know. (laughs) I love this theory. He he gave that like he gave that really awkward interview about Taylor, and so like you know he was never. She was never his because she was still <laughs> dealing with her own demons, um, you know, like Kanye and the media, and then she went to yes. hiding right after this. So that's a theory, and we don't have any tea, but that is the theory of the week. Tom mm. Hiddleston
1: is August, and I honestly told- think the the Tom Hiddleston <laughs> like storyline of Taylor's life is one of my favorite chapters. I. Mm. I just adore it, and I think it's okay to poke fun of it because they're in good places, and like Tom Middleton is doing just fine, and so yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But it is just—I mean, <laughs> I find this a delightful theory. I don't think it's true, no. But it's a fun thing to talk about. Yeah. Looking back <laughs> I at just like, love the idea of just looking back at that summer. Yeah. <laughs> just being like i wonder what tom thought of this and is like let me channel all his sad puppy dog eye emotions <laughs> oh. into this song oh, oh amazing oh. honestly that would be a baller move and taylor's just like this the man figure in the song who doesn't give an F. I and know it's like why do and you care so much
0: maybe, maybe the little easter egg to tom is that they've they met behind the mall one time hiding yeah paparazzi's <laughs> Maybe that's the clue. Yeah. Oh, that's I mean, Tom Hiddleston. She texted him one time, meet me behind the mall. And he canceled all his planes and he would fly on jets uh, with her to wherever yes. in case she called. Yep. He's
1: like, hey, you want to meet my Boom. mom a week into this? Sure, why not?
0: <laughs> hey, can I wear an TS sweatshirt yeah. <laughs> or a t-shirt at Rhode Island?
1: Yeah, um, I want to I want write my name on your back, you know, Salt Air. Um, that mm, is so funny. And honestly... Funny. If I was Taylor Swift, if I was Taylor Swift and I was like stuck at home in quarantine thinking, oh, I'm going to write some love story like album. Like, what should I think about? What should I co- contemplate? I would definitely revisit this whole thing. Mm-hmm.
0: We can get so. a comedic album next time. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh, that be so
1: amazing. That's an amazing theory, but I don't, I don't think it has any real <laughs> attraction. I don't think so either, you guys. That's just me looking
0: and talking and not thinking before I speak. But I really like going through August today. It was, mm-hmm. I don't, I like the song. There's so much to it. There's more depth to the love triangle than just three teenage t- teenagers. You know, they're deeper than <clears throat> we give them credit for.
1: I will admit that. Yes. Always yes. a good time, and I feel like yes. this album. Oh, sorry, <coughs> I've got something in my throat. Anyways, um, this album's so fun to go through, and I think it only gets better. I know, just so like we'll a bottle of wine. Another, exactly. Yeah. We'll be back at it next week with another song, Woo-hoo. um, which I think mm-hmm. is This Is Me Trying, which is, yeah, that's your is favorite. one of my favorites. So, yeah, yeah. But you can always find us on social media. We're at swiftishpod thirteen on Twitter and Swiftish Podcast on Instagram. And um, fun things are happening there sometimes when we remember. Uh, but I did I did tell you eight sign oh, yes.
0: my place in Houston. So
1: you guys Yes. Oh, and you're coming home earlier. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, that'll be exciting so keep an eye out on social media for that announcement but also yeah. just feel free to Tweet us, message us, DM us, email us at swiftishpodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Obviously, mm-hmm. we love unpacking theories no matter how wild or speculative. Um, there's always something good to
0: be had, you know? And when you guys have time, <laughs> go to iTunes, you guys. Uh, find us, swipe up or Apple Podcasts, whichever one you guys are calling it these days. Find us, swipe all the way up and give us five stars help people find us help swifties like you find us um but until next time i'm ashley oh
1: no and i'm Shelby. oh no wait i am i saying it (laughs) i was like wait i was just prepping this um yeah (laughs) until next time i'm shelby and i'm ashley and taylor august really did slip away so thanks for the warning